Hello, welcome to the Wednesday, March 4th, 2020 edition of the Sands and Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich, and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. In diaries today, we have a guest diary by Ahmed, and he's going over one of Eric Zimmerman's tool, Event Explorer. Real nice tool to work your way through Windows event logs, essentially a parser uh, for it. And uh, then Ahmed shows you a little bit how uh, to use this with a couple of quick examples. I think it was just yesterday that I mentioned that Let's Encrypt had issued a billion different certificates to date. Well, sadly, Let's Encrypt has to revoke a few million of them now due to a bug in how it checked for the CAA, the Certificate Authority Authorization Record in DNS. First of all, what is the CAA record? Uh, I don't really see it used a lot, but it's kind of interesting. With a CAA record in DNS, you can indicate which certificate authorities are authorized to issue certificates for your domain. And certificate authorities have to check that record. If it's not present, no big deal. Uh, all certificate authorities will be able to give you a certificate. If it is present, then only certificate authorities listed in the record are able to issue certificates. So if all of your certificates come from Komodo, you could add Komodo to your CAA record and then Let's Encrypt would refuse to issue certificates. This kind of prevents an attacker to go to a different certificate authority or sort of to go certificate authority shopping until they find one that validates their certificate. Now, the mistake that Let's Encrypt made was whenever they verify that you own the domain, they also verified that Let's Encrypt was allowed to issue the certificate based on the CIA record. But the mistake Let's Encrypt made is they didn't check again when they actually issued the certificate later. And according to the standard, this CAA record should only be good for eight hours. So if later on you're requesting another certificate, the eight hours have passed. Well, according to Let's Encrypt, you're still verified as domain owner. That's good for 30 days with Let's Encrypt. So in this case, they didn't check uh, the CAA record. Not a huge deal, I think, but still, if you are affected, you should have received an email. The revocation already started and should be ended by the end of day today. And the National Cybersecurity Center came up with a pretty straightforward, simple web page that's supposed to help users secure smart devices. I actually kind of like what they're doing here. They're keeping it very simple, like, you know, change default passwords, keep the device up to date, disable some of the internet connectivity for it, use two-factor for any sort of authentication, particularly via cloud systems. Kind of like it. There's been some criticism against this guidance that it's not going far enough. But remember the audience here. And I think, you know, last week, of course, at RSA, the human factor was a big deal. You can't really make it too complicated. 
I think it was actually just recently where I saw um, US Homeland Security or so uh, suggesting a second SSID uh, within the house for smart devices. Not a bad idea either, but I think actually not easy to do right for the average home user without losing a lot of the functionality of these devices, which in turn, of course, means it's not getting done. So something to show friends and family uh, that have questions about how to secure your cameras and the like. And the listeners of this podcast, it shouldn't really be a surprise that ransomware can also go after your cloud backups. Anything connected to a computer infected with ransomware is, of course, up for grabs here. And yes, apparently attackers are going after cloud backups, either to steal the data or then, of course, to just delete the backups and render them unusable. So a good reminder here. Cloud backups, while they have their spot, they shouldn't be your only backup. Actually, they do have a nice little rule here from a backup company. Of course, they're trying to sell the devices too, but I think the rule makes a lot of sense. They call it the 3210 backup rules. And essentially what it means is the three stands for you need at least three copies of the data. You need to keep it at least two different media and one backup should be off-site. And of course, everybody's still talking about the coronavirus, and it's probably still going to go on for a while. Now, if you see any interesting malware, so take advantage of it, let us know. If you have seen a couple samples, nothing really too exciting at this point. Now, the other side of this, of course, is also that SANS is running a lot of training events. At this point, we haven't decided to cancel any of them yet, but we are, of course, carefully monitoring monitoring guidance from various government agencies. If you are registered and you are concerned about it, uh, check out the new webpage was added to the SANS website, the training guarantee during the novel coronavirus outbreak. You'll find the link right at the top of the SANS.org page and it lists various options you have to ask for a refund or to participate remotely. Well, that's it for today. Thanks for listening and talk to you again tomorrow. Bye.